Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Wyverns and Weirdos Does Curse of Strahd. Uh, with me as always is Zoe as Sevia, Emily as Beatrice, Laura as Conrad, Mitch as Kazir, and Johanna as Thor. Without further ado, let's jump into the episode. And we're back. So, where we last left off, the party fought off Strahd mostly unsuccessfully. Uh, but no one died. And most <laughs> of the party <laughs> most of the party managed to relocate to another uh, another domicile. One member of the party didn't because they were still charmed by Strahd and are trying to get the stake out of his heart. Uh which is where we're going to start. Um, Conrad, after yeah. a bit of struggling, um, you managed to get the stake out of Strahd. Oh, cool. Great. And uh, and he, he looks at you uh, and says, I am famished. I need to feed. Let me uh, feed. Okay, well, I think there was a decent... And you feel um, compelled to offer your own neck up to him. Oh, my God. Oh, my... Well, I guess he does that then. He's like... Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, oh, okay. So, yeah, I guess he takes a knee. There we go. Get this juice. <laughs> Come get so this you take, juice. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> So you take, you do get for each round he does this a a saving throw. So, um, oh great! Well, that will help. Yeah. So you take uh, seven points of piercing damage. Mm-hmm. And oof, oof, fourteen points of necrotic damage. Cool. That's really great. Yep. Um. I get to and make a save, roll yes? roll me a wisdom save. Cool. He make a 19. That makes it. Cool. <sighs> so, <laughs> the, like, that slight shine to his eyes kind of dissipate. He's like, oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do I disengage? Yes. Uh, yeah. So, you, you as a rogue can easily get away from him. Yeah. So, he kind of, like, commando roll, like like elbows him in the in the throat and commando rolls out of the way scrabbling with like blood just streaming down everywhere um like oh my god what's happening uh, yeah uh, mm. uh, stay back and I guess um that's the move I can do in that round yeah or can yeah, I like you're able to get with that manoeuvring, you're able to get about 60 feet away from him. Cool, yeah. And he kind of, like, um, scrabbles for his way. He's like, stay back! I'm warning you! But he looks, like, really bad. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's note- like, what is, like, completely all day, his little white shirt and everything. Note yes. that your hit point maximum is currently reduced by 14. That's fine. Um, it's not going to make too much of a difference in, the next, hmm. in a couple of moments. Um... 
and you see Strahd take a few steps outside, uh, turn into a bat with a puff of smoke, and fly off back to um, Castle Ravenloft. Ooh. Leaving you alone on the streets of Barovia. Oh my god! Oh. Uh-huh. And I guess he just looks bewildered around because he didn't actually see where you guys went. No. Um, Does he remember what happened while he was charmed? Yes. I think like he's conscious of what happened, but like he didn't see where you guys ran or yeah. anything. So, like, I know. Oh. I just want to know if he knows. He's aware. He's, he's aware that he was under a charm effect too. Um, yes, but yeah, I think, I you're aware is, yeah. of what happened. Oh, oh my god. Um, and then I guess like he's gonna like just look around wide eyed and then just run back into the house that he came out of, I guess, and try and find somewhere to hide. Yep. Yeah. That's fun. Well, cool. What are the other guys doing? Sleeping. Yeah. Um yeah, in the <laughs> sleep, yeah. Yeah, so we did we did say after the end of last episode everyone leveled up. Um so yeah, and I take it everyone's everyone's resting up. Um, um, so I'm assuming we're going to find, like, complete that long rest. Yes. Okay. Well, and Conrad, you'd be able to find somewhere, even if you doubled back to, like, the, the mansion. Yeah, so he has gone back to the mansion. He's, yeah. like, pretty much going to barricade himself in one of the rooms. Yeah. Okay. Well, while we're all resting, um, Sevia is kind of going to, like, she's incredibly like she has no idea what the fuck happened she just knows that we rocked up at this house and two of her friends are unconscious and, and a bunch of people missing. are bleeding and conrad's not there and i'm as and but she's also very aware that like we could get attacked again so she's kind of shelving all her questions for the moment but she is yeah. gonna kind of stake a little spot like wherever we've put Kazir and Beatrice for them to to sleep off dying. Um, We're just like slumped in a corner. Yeah, she's kind of staked out next to them and she just keeps looking at them and like just kind of frowning and looking kind of guilty and stuff but if anyone comes near her she's going to be like, no, 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 it's fine. Go to sleep. Mm. (laughs) The anxiety duo always gets stuck together because (laughs) full is going to be also like um basically constantly checking on the two unconscious people um like looking over them and then just getting up sometimes like to nervously yeah. pace about yeah um uh, we're also going to check on like arena and yeah Ismark. like we're not leaving them alone yeah. but we're not doing a lot of what I'm saying is that CV is not doing a lot of yeah. talking and she feels quite guilty is, about is her Mark, friends. I've lost the dice. Is Mark briefly um, explains to you and Arena like what happened? Mm-hmm. Um, that Conrad was charmed by Strahd uh, and invited him into the mansion. That Strahd, uh, Strahd, uh, rendered Kazir unconscious, that one of the zombies rendered Beatrice unconscious. Um, and that, yeah, basically they had to leave for a place where um, where Strahd wasn't invited in yet. 
Okay. CV is going to absorb this and continue to look guilty. Yeah. Um, and sad. Yeah. <laughs> he, he says, like, they can return to the mansion in the morning once there is daylight to retrieve uh, anything to go on the road, but it is not safe there while it is, like, it is not safe there tonight. Mm. Yeah. And at some point she sleeps. So. Okay. And yeah, so everyone gets their long rest in. Everyone recovers the... So those of you, so Conrad and Kazir, you uh, return to your regular hit point maximums. Kazir and Beatrice, can you two also... I should have gotten you to roll this in combat, but can I get the two of you to roll me... Oh, no. Uh, constitution saving throws. Uh, this is not going to be good. For potential lingering injuries. Fun time. Do I have anything that can increase that? <laughs> so what was it? It was constitution, wasn't yes. it? Saving. It's a yes. different little tab. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, 16. 16. Okay, that is fine. Kazir? Nine. Nine. So, can you roll me a d20 and tell me the number on it, please? <laughs> it's a 20. 20. That's One actually... time I don't want a 20. No, that's actually really good. You, oh, you, I want a 20. You, you, uh, your lingering injury is a minor scar. Oh. Oh. Nice. Um... That's pretty cool. The scar- <laughs> like in a good spot, a chick's gonna dig it. It's on your neck. Well, it's like covering the yeah. eye, but I could still use the eye. Actually, no. Considering <laughs> what downed you, it would be the scarring of like the two. Um, oh, that's even worse. Mark. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Massive um, like permanent hickey. It's yeah. Bite mics. Um, yeah. But That's yeah, be so hard to no. explain to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No adverse effects. Uh, magical healing of a certain level or higher removes the scar. All right. That's not bad. There's your goal to keep training as a cleric. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of the, uh, the embarrassing All scar. Right. <laughs> nice. All right. So, yeah. Um, what do people want to do in the morning? Well, we're one down in the group, so yeah. And is is Mark would would fill um, Kazir and Beatrice in on like what happened from the moment that they were downed? Clarify that Conrad was likely charmed by Strahd's uh, innate magics, and suggests not to take it out too harshly on Conrad. I will say the second Beatrice and Kazir woke up and weren't dead, Sevia hugged them. <laughs> like that big, like, like they woke up and she immediately just like, Foof, like. We take damage and we're again. Beatrice would have made a startled sort of bird noise. Like, <laughs> Not used to affection. Well, because he's not used to dying, so he'll accept the hug. Yep. And then she's not really going to say anything, but she is just kind of going to back up and be and just let uh, the scene progress as yeah. it progresses. Right. 
Paul's just kind of standing back and they're like, um, uh, good to see that you're um, alive and well. Same to you guys. No, I, I believe uh, that we need to get to the temple so that we can give my father his last rites and then we can go back to the mansion, gather our things and leave so we can get to Valaki as soon as possible, get there before sunset. I think that's a good idea, but if it's all right, I'd very much like to search the wreckage for our friend. Of course, of course. I, uh, you, you do not need to accompany us to the to the church. Uh, we we are fine to see our father off. Uh, just the two of us. It is it is of a time that it Irina will not be of t- at too much risk of Strad's attacking forces. But uh, how long has uh, it been since the fight? Uh, about four-ish hours. She still has mage armor. Too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Last eight oh. hours. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, um, I think we need to work on getting out of here as quickly as possible. So, hustling up to do different tasks that sounds like a good idea. All right. And I will- yes, if if you go see your father off, we'll prepare everything we need to leave. Of course. Uh, I obviously do not have my armor or weaponry on me, but I had it all ready to go, so it will just be a matter of heading into the mansion and grabbing everything once we are ready. We will. We shall. We meet you at the mansion. Uh, yes. Yes. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, is there anything that you guys are going to look for at the mansion? My um, shoes. Conrad's Tom. body. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, where... Two directions. Where are you resting, Conrad? You're resting in a in a room that's Yeah, barter. so he's managed to drag himself back down to where, I guess, we were originally sleeping, but he's barred everything up. Yeah. Um, like the barrack. I can't remember if it was the barracks or the other room. Okay. One of them. So he's holding himself up in there. Yeah. But yeah. So Kazir, it takes That's you That's where he is. Yeah. It takes you a while as as you kind of comb through the house. Um but eventually eventually you get to like the the servants and guards accommodation and you notice that one of them is barricaded up. And Sivia it wasn't like this last him. night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, there's oh, yeah, like blood. Like there all, would be blood. All of, all all of your there. all of your stuff is there. So yeah. 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 Beatrice, oh, Beatrice priorities. Yes. Heading, heading to get her things anyway. Yeah. Mm. Except Beatrice would be able to get her stuff because yeah. that was not the room Conrad yes. Conrad was sleeping in. Yeah. Yes. In the kids' room. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, I guess we call you, out. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Anyone in? Is anyone in there? Hello. Get, get away! I will kill you if you come in, in here. Do not come in, Conrad. Oh. It's us. Oh, Are you okay? 
No, obviously not. Get away. I'm warning you. Conrad, it's it's fine. We're all safe. Like it, it, Strahd is gone. We can come out now. We can leave. Strahd. <laughs> really? Excellent. Uh, uh, forgive me. I'm not really feeling very trusting right now. So stay away and we'll all be happy, right? Well, frankly, Conrad, I want my shoes. <laughs> so if you could put your own issues aside when you were the one who let him in, frankly, we would appreciate it. If you could maybe let us in so we can talk about this instead of being a child. And then she's going to immediately be like, oh, I should not have done that. Kazir <laughs> is open mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Beatrice, Beatrice pokes her head out of the servant's quarter because she's just like, what? Uh, you don't hear anything in response. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, you know us. It's not like we're at all a threat or anything. We wouldn't be able to be. You saw how terribly we did in that battle before. That is true, but... <sighs> Come on, open oh. up. Ishmael <laughs> explained everything to us. We know it was not your fault. How do you know that? I didn't even realize that was happening when it was happening. That's the point. <clears throat> you were not supposed to know what was happening. Um, how do well, I know you're not going to attack me when I open this? I don't. What can we do or say that will make you believe that we do not want to attack you? All right, I will let you in so Sevia can get her quite unfashionable shoes. But if you come near me, I will again insist I will kill you. And you hear some movement. Um, yeah, so basically what he's done is um, from his side, uh, he's kind of like stacked everything up um, and he sort of pinpointed, I think I rolled before my internet died. Um, uh, so I roll quite a high intelligence roll. So he's basically made it so that when he kicks a certain point in the stuff that he's used to barricade it, it pretty much just sends everything clattering. And in that space of time, he dashes back to uh, like behind where his like little bed space was, and he has his sword drawn. All right. And um, I guess when whenever you guys do pop in, like he is does not look great. He was on very low hit points, so he hasn't healed up properly, and um. So very, very pale. It's like blood all over town, like his little white shirt. Um, so, and um, he's obviously got like something wrapped around his yes. neck to staunch that, I yeah. suppose. So you you could have... Yeah, you, like, that's what you see. Are you, are you choosing that you didn't take a long rest or... Well, it was four hours. That's four hours, but you had already started a long rest. So, because oh, you, can, okay. you can have a long rest interrupted by... A certain amount of like. Okay, so I checked. All right, cool. Well, yeah. he still doesn't look great. Yeah. That's fine. That's just emotional damage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and there, All there right, would cool. still be like, yeah, the. 
like a bit of short term yep. scarring. That's what he looks like anyway. I don't think that um, changes dependent dependent on his hit points. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. CV is gonna look around at the whole group and see who's gonna go in first. Izzy will go <laughs> in first. All right. Beatrice follows just after. Because uh, he also has like a bandage around his neck as well. <laughs> You're gonna be mad. Oh, buddies. You know. Yeah. Stevie is gonna scurry in behind you too and go and get her stuff. Because <laughs> um, cool. is going to slowly walk up to Conrad, not uh, Conrad. touching weapons or anything. Hands sort of yeah. out at the sides. Conrad um, is gonna like raise his rapier, like, but he won't say anything. He's just glowering. I got a question for you. You know that uh, Conrad, so- you know that uh, <clears throat> Strahd fellow? What do you think yes. of it? Not a big fan right now, to be honest. It's good enough for me. <laughs> I turn and walk out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay. Beatrice, who's standing sort of just beside it, the inside of the door, is going to say, so, what happened to you after all left? Well, I was left on my own, got attacked, sort of then remembered everything, had the bastard, uh, well, biting my neck, uh, managed to get away, and then he turned into a bat and flew away. Not something I've normally seen. And I suppose I just had to look after myself because that's how things go. I'd say between the neck biting stuff and the bat thing, Sevia, you can probably roll me an arcana check to see. Arcana? Yeah. Arcana. Either arcana slash arcana, however you want to pronounce it, or uh, religion. The magic. But yeah. Oh, that was such a good roll, baby. Uh, that is a 24. 24. Yeah, so you, you recognize these as kind of the hallmarks of your classical vampire, um, which goes uh, a long way to explaining why uh, why he was frozen in place while you ran past him mm. with what seemed to be a chair leg sticking out of his chest yeah um she's like she's sitting on her bed putting her shoes on um and she was kind of sitting there thinking like they're not fashionable and she's also sitting there thinking do not start another argument with people you are very bad at people but then she's going to hear that and her head's kind of going to snap up and she's going to go a bat yes a bat and he charmed you. Well, he did something to my mind. And he, and the wooden, my wife, my <laughs> own. It, I, I don't want to sound silly here, but doesn't anyone else think he sounds like a vampire? Uh, Kazir comes back with his backpack that he's gotten from the, the barracks and two spare blankets that he just took from the beds. Yeah. Um, which, it, you know, I'm assuming it's fine. <laughs> uh, and just plonks his stuff on the table. What's that about a bat? 
the Strahd, he turned in, Conrad said he turned into a bat. Doesn't that, I'm sure we've all read stories. Doesn't he sound like a vampire? That would explain this. Well, I mean, just did, does he have wings or he turned into a bat? Because just because someone can fly, that doesn't mean they're a vampire. No, 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 of course not. But Conrad said he turned into a... How big was the bat? It was a regular-sized bat, Conrad. That was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, if you so desire, you can forward that information onto them. It was a, a regular bat. See, so then... <laughs> he sounds like a storybook vampire, which I guess makes sense. This place is from legends, from tales. Why wouldn't he be? He did also bite multiple people on neck. Yes, no. Um, Conrad, what? Show me the wound on your neck. Doesn't? And she kind of gets up and scurries forward before remembering. No, the no, sword. no, no, no. Sword pointed. At, no, get away. Conrad, remember what I said yesterday. Your about shoes us? aren't here, Sylvia. <laughs> Not going to let you look at my neck. Remember what I said about looking after each other. That hasn't changed. And honestly, Conrad, I don't want to sound like a bad person. But if I wanted to hurt you, I could have done so before you opened the door. Show me the wound on your neck, please. Is that a threat? No. You think you're the most dangerous person in the room. I do not think I'm the most dangerous person. I do think I'm the one here who knows magic. Kazir accepting, sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, Conrad, if any of us wanted to hurt you, we would have done it already. Your prowess aside, there's four of us and one of you. We aren't here to hurt you. We wanted to come back last night, but we didn't know if it was safe. We're trying to help. Now, can you at least let me see if your neck wound is infected? He like looks um Sevia up and down very very studiously, um, kind of with like an eyebrow raised, and he's like, "All right." And he does. He like um, still holding the uh, his rapier in one hand kind of like pulls the <laughs> uh, bandages aside um, to like with like two fingers of his other, yeah. his other hand. She takes like, she's aware that this is like a, a wary peace treaty. She's mm. going to take like maybe one step forward and kind of just lean in and not touch him yeah. at all. And she's going to be like, well, it looks clean at least. And it looks like a vampire bite. You'll survive. I don't think the scarring will last very long. Good vampire. Excellent. 
And he kind of like sidesteps away from Sevier again very quickly. Um, and just kind of like, I don't know, casts his glance like a, like a wall or something like. Um, like oh my his goodness. Eye, eyebrows pursed. Um, oh. Sorry, oh no. He's rolling your dice. The, sorry, my dice just escaped. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> dice roll. Yeah, it's fine. I have many sets. We can continue. Mm. He also well, uh, asked for permission to, before he came in. That's a vampire thing, isn't it? In some <sighs> yeah. stories, yes. Well, maybe yes. we can remember that and use it to our advantage. It's a good idea. Because, I mean, I wasn't awake for a lot of last night, but I think we need all the help we can get. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think we that is um, true. need to get as far away from here as we can. Um, yes, Conrad, we're going to try to travel to Valaki today. Oh, yes, that's right. That was the plan. Let's see if we can get to someone more safe now that we've angered some leader vampire. I think that sounds like the here, yes, the only option. Yes. Yes. Well, of course. When are uh, you planning on leaving? We are, wait- we are waiting for Ishmael and Irina. When they get back, they will grab their stuff and we all leave. Okay. Good. Good. All right. You do realize you're included in that, Conrad? Well, uh, that is a uh, an immense mercy, then I must say. Um, I will get my things then. He kind of just turns around and starts like picking up the just the bags and crap that he has, like um, and starts like um. Sakri, like, uh, again, like, some daggers just out of his, like, sleeve thing, back into the the little bag stuff that he's um, carrying, just, yeah. Uh, Does not... You all all also realise that, like, there there is a degree of potential to kind of supplement what equipment you don't have, um, as as Kazir obviously did in grabbing the blankets Mm -hmm. by looking for stuff in the house. So yeah, um, you might not be able to find everything you need, but um, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so Fall is going to go to Kazir and say, "Are you taking those blankets with the permission of the owner of the house?" Uh, no, you're taking these blankets, and I threw one of them at you, <laughs> <laughs> and then I throw the other one at Sevia. Oh, okay. I'm sure it's warranted, but if it's not, I'll cover the payment. They're old, and that one has a hole in it. So you think the situation is dire enough for some light stealing? I said I'm going to ask for permission, and if not, I'm going to pay for it. Stealing is not something that I endorse anymore and neither should you hmm 
just wondering where these lofty ideals, where they all end, like depending on what perilous situation we're in. Yes, like say for example, if a shopkeeper is trying to <laughs> rob us blind. <laughs> all right, yeah. No, let, let's explore this. All right, sure. And I, I put my backpack on the ground. <laughs> Beatrice is very quickly going to gauge the uh, aura of the room and is going to leave the room to get her stuff out of the next room and she will okay. come back for a little fair. while. <laughs> That's fair. No, no, look, look, I was just trying to make a joke. We can we can pass on this. I don't need to have I don't need to get yelled at again. Uh, pick you, my backpack up. All right. Is there anything else that people want to try to find? Um, rations. Yeah, food. Rations. Yeah. Uh, roll me an investigation check. Sevia wants to uh, see if she can find a jacket. Okay, mm. roll me an investigation check. She's going to endorse some light stealing. That's fair. Nat 19, baby. Investigation makes that a 26. 26. Yeah, so you managed to find a coat that's like it's not perfect, but it, it like it very much matches it it's a decent match to your outfit and it's a decent size. Um Kazir? <coughs> six. Six. Yeah, you struggle to find like there's any food that was in here is is like it's perishable to the point where like it's not even worth taking it on the road i feel i find a single very overripe apple yeah (laughs) (laughs) got extra protein in it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, nothing if there's any like loose parchment or something or other i'll grab that but okay were you gonna look for something for no he does not okay uh um Sevia, also, uh, for a 26, you do stumble upon um, a vial of ink that you recognize as being um, specifically uh, specifically the ink utilized by arcane practitioners for, for the purposes of transcribing spells. So it, uh, it would be... Roll me a D4. Ooh, okay, don't fuck me. Three. Three. So this, this, you, you look over the vial and you, you judge that it would have enough ink to cover approximately three levels worth of spells. You, with your, with your short, with your like shorthand and understanding of evocation magic, you could maybe make it it stretch a bit further on evocation spells, mm-hmm. but in general, three levels of spells. Uh, Heck yeah! Just the base, basically replace replaces the the gold spent on scribing a spell into your spell book. Yes! Oh my god, she is going to like. I'm assuming she's like alone in a room when she finds yeah. this, and she is going to. Like do this whole silent little like, 
like just little like that dance you do when you mm. find something you've been looking for yeah. for ages where it's just like <gasps> and you just flail your body it's also pretty dusty too like the bottle itself is pretty dusty as if like it was probably like not a recent residence um vial she sneezes okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um uh. and then uh aware of the time but she is gonna try and like find Kazir like and if he's alone uh, Kazir is rifling through the cupboards in the kitchen and finding nothing you probably see him like staring quizzically at, a, at an apple <laughs> he's going mm, nah. <laughs> she's gonna kind of come up next to him just silently and she's going to go any luck uh, well, no, I found a couple of things, but they're not looking good. So I guess we're just going to share what we got. And she kind of gets this really overwhelmed look on her face and she's going to go, I'm sorry. What do you have to be sorry for? For, for yesterday, for yelling at you, for ignoring you, for... You died nearly, and and one of the last things I was going to have said to you was some something rude and awful, and I just I can't I can't deal with you dying thinking that I and she's like borderline on the verge, like she's on the verge of tears, and she's like, I can't because you're my you're my friend, and I can't. I'm sorry. See, so he's gonna put an arm. Uh, or a hand on Sevia's shoulder. Like, Sevia, I think it's really important in life that we don't judge others on what happened in the past, only what they do in the future. So it doesn't matter. Like, you mentioned yesterday that I shouldn't assume that you're a good person. But you've done nothing so far to make me assume otherwise. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past or who you were in the past. Because I believe that everyone can change. Learn from your past. Make yourself a better person in the future. That's it. She's going to hug him again. And she's like, she's got like a single tear going. But it's like that real, that real like emotion hug where it's like just really tight, maybe too tight for a guy who was asphyxiated yesterday, but (laughs) (laughs) she's going for a hug. So before, before uh, Ismark and Irina get back, Beatrice, Conrad and Fall, is there anything you guys are looking for? Beatrice is looking for, uh, say, something like a backpack or two for Sevia uh, and four. Okay, roll me an investigation and check. I, I rolled one before. Yeah. And it's, uh, let me just add 19. 19. Okay, you, you managed to find one moderately spacious one. Um, so if... If they travel light, which you seem to have an idea from, like, what you've seen them do, that mm-hmm. 
Sevia and Fall are probably fairly capable of traveling light. Um, they could probably share the storage space reasonably effectively between the two of them. I do want to say, Sevia has a backpack. <laughs> oh, it just length. only has school supplies in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beatrice just looked at both of you and went, yeah, they need, they need a proper bag. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, excellent. Yeah. Well, she uh, saw that yeah, well, she saw that Kazia gave you a blanket and you'll need something. Yeah. And yeah, um, at some point, I'm assuming we grab a bunch of arena stuff and a bunch of they they stuff were basically and... already ready to go. So when yeah. they get when they get back, they'll grab their stuff. We bring and... it downstairs. Yeah. Okay. Um, you do notice that um, in amongst arena's stuff, there was a suit of armor. Um. That's uh, just a, a uh, breastplate and some greaves and uh, and leg pieces. Okay. Good, because yeah. Mage Armor wears off. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, Fall and Conrad, was there anything you guys were looking for? Uh, Fall's going to like um, uh, do nothing for a little bit, uh, look kind of conflicted, and then um, like look at the bedding in their hands and just like. Um, go and look for, like, more bedding for if they've got to sleep outside. And I guess try to have a look to see if they have, like, a tent tucked away somewhere if they ever go camping. Okay, uh, roll an investigation check. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that is... Oh, plus zero. Eight. Eight. <laughs> yeah, no, um... You, you, you see a few sheets and, and yeah. bedding stuff. There's no tent. Um, mm. But the problem with a lot of the bedding is that, like, it's it's worn away to the point where it's fine for resting indoors, but if mm, you're resting yeah. outside, if you That's have to rest it's... outside, it's 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 not really oh, okay. going to do much for you. I guess I'll take one in case I need to rip it up for bandages or something. <laughs> okay, uh, Conrad, are you looking for That's anything? Fair. What am I buying? Um, yeah, so I guess after everyone sort of just starts busying themselves here at the house, I'll carry it very slowly, kind of packs up his things. Um, and just like he does look very like he just looks kind of out of it. Um, but he is gonna go and um investigate where he assumes probably the larder or some sort, some such would be to try and find some kind of food. So he okay. is starving, okay. Um, and um. So I roll for that. Yeah, roll me an investigation check. Oh, cool. Uh, so it's a non-natural 20. All right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you find, actually, even for that, you managed to find, uh, let's see, uh, two, uh, two days worth of rations for one person um, to go. Uh, okay. to do with as you see fit. They could go into the pool. They could be kept with you. Um, and you also find bits and pieces to uh, have a okay breakfast. Excellent. Um, so I guess he, like, stows away the rations and then he just, he's just going to end up going to, again, very just very out of it. I'm just going to go and sit down um, on, like, the stairs that I would seem like reach out to the landing area and he's just gonna just sit there and just stare out at like again quite unfocused and just like eat the breakfast um 
and he's just very quiet. He's got his like, yeah, well, he got his bags next to him. Yeah, he's just, that's there, what he'll be doing. Is there like a coat or something already there that we're like putting things in? Is uh, there like some means of transportation, no, or are no. we walking? You would be walking. Okay. Maybe there's a stable in town that we could buy one horse for seven hundred and fifty gold. Yeah, you sure. could you could investigate in the Ooh, town to sure. try to find if there's a stable. I was just gonna ask, what's his face when he rocked back up? Uh, okay. Oh, he's back here. Yeah. All right. That's uh, fair. Um. Yeah. So, uh, a little bit later, Ismark and Arena get back home. Um and. All right, are we ready to go? I think we're pretty much ready, yeah. All right, just... There's not anywhere around town that we can find some sort of transportation, is there? Unfortunately not. Uh, yeah, that's fair. The best um, the best hope is if we wanted to take a detour by the Muenter and ask if they could uh, use some of their horses to take us the rest of the way. But... Uh, who knows? Are they Who knows trustworthy? How? Would they be willing to do that? It depends depends on the group. I've not heard anything oh. bad of the uh the Mointier of of the uh Sir Pool encampment. Uh but I have heard that there are some who there are some groups of them who do uh do benefit from Strahd's protection because they mm. are of use to him. I see. Uh, well, I think maybe the most direct route might be a better idea. But as I said, uh, this, uh, yes, it is It is up to what you are comfortable with. Uh, but uh, I, I, I do think... From what I've heard of the the Serpool camp, that it should be the day should be fairly safe. Is that That's... the Mointer and Barov group? Uh, yes. yes. That's the one I have directions to. Well, if you have directions, then it will will save me having to uh, make sure that you, everyone is kept on track. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, what do we want to do? Direct route or go by the Mointer? It's it's about the same length of travel either way, I will say. We were planning on visiting the Mointer anyway. Group consensus? I found them quite rude people, but if they can assist us... If you think they can help, then we go. Conrad? If it's, if it's possible to obtain a horse through them, I think that would be the most prudent matter. Yes. I think we should go to these people. All right, then. All right. Well. Then let's go. That's majority. So, uh, 
Sevia is going to go over to Conrad and she's going to hold her arms out and wait for him to put the suitcase she's meant to carry in her arms. All right. So, so when he, she holds her arms out, he kind of like fl- flinches back quite defensively. He's like, oh, you still want to carry it. We made wow. a deal. That was not my accent. We, we made a deal. We did. You're right. And he, he pretty much like grabs and just throws it in, um, into her arms. Oh. Again, it's, well, it's a smaller bag, <laughs> but still. <laughs> Friends keep their promises. And then she's going to start walking. Because uh, so, approves of that. As, <laughs> as you travel, what, uh, what kind of um, pace are you keeping? Are you keeping a slow medium or fast pace so would we, at least a medium probably at least a medium at least medium would or would we go be going quickly because we want to try and get to the Mointer and then on I feel like fall is going, going quickly as quickly as possible yeah. because they <laughs> they walk quick anyway fast pace a fast pace um wouldn't wouldn't mean you can't uh, can't use stealth, but you're out in the open for a lot. Not all of, but a lot of the trip anyway. All right. So mm. it would be hard to stealth anyway. Yeah. So Look, honestly, out. let's go fast. Let's do it. <laughs> At a fast pace, you cover eight hexes per half hour. Speedy boys. Speedy boys. Pretty good, yeah. We running. Uh, let me just double. I would say halfway through, um, <laughs> full look at Savior and be like, um, "You don't need to be carrying that for him. I'm the one that got the uh, the jacket out of the deal." Yes, but and she's going to drop her voice so that people around them can't hear. She's going to be like but we need to prove to him that we keep our word. I'm trying to be a nicer person, especially to him. So I'm going to keep my word. Uh, that's fair that I can take. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. And then she's going to hand it to fall. Okay. And kind of shake her arms out and <laughs> yes. stretch her back a bit. So. But stick close to fall, just in case. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Um, excellent, I guess. We have to try to gain his trust back. It's a weird situation. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, about 10 minutes travel at a fast pace out of this out of the village you uh first uh come within sight of the river Ivlis, uh river which flows as clear as a blue winter sky through the valley uh it's roughly 50 foot wide um and seems moderately deep um but there is a a stone bridge uh that spans the river here um, that you're able to go over. And uh, Beatrice, can I get you to roll me a d20? Sure. 
and tell me the number on it. 17. 17. Okay. Um, so the first half hour passes without any major incident. Um, then... The second half hour is full of blood. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so about, uh, so about 45 minutes into your trip, um, you come to a crossroads. Um... Yeah, uh, and, um, and you see, uh, yeah, you see an old wooden yeah, gallows. See, Darby? You see an old wooden gallows creak in a chill wind that blows down from the high ground to the west. Braid length of rope dances from its beam. The well-worn road splits here, and a signpost opposite the gallows points off in three directions. Barovia Village to the east, Serpul to the northwest, and Ravenloft Balaki to the southwest. The northwest fork slants down and disappears into the trees, while a southwest fork clings to an upward slope. Across from the gallows, a low wall crumbling in place partially encloses a small plot of graves shrouded in fog. Um, um, Stevie is going to dig around in, like, her bag until she finds the little written instructions from the mm. Moinkier. And she's yeah. going to be like, we've, we've crossed the bridge. Um, they said, do not turn off at the crossroads. Yeah. So. So following through would be the, the direction that, uh, suggests the circles. Yeah. So if we. If we still agree that we're going to see the Mointia, we go this way. And she's going to point straight through road. All right. Well, I'd rather not linger in this charming place. Mm. Um, yeah, as you leave, um, as you leave, Beatrice. Yes. You hear a creaking noise behind you coming from the gallows. Where, or all of you hear this, uh, where there was nothing before now hangs a lifeless grey body. The breeze turns the hanged figure slowly so that it can fix its dead eyes upon you. Beatrice, you recognise this figure. You recognise this figure better than any figure you could possibly recognise. This is you. <laughs> the rest of you, you just see a lifeless human body. Sevia freezes. She's freaking out. That wasn't there before, was it? Uh, no. <sighs> I suppose it checks out. This is the sort of place this would happen. Huh. Is it, it's not moving or anything. <laughs> it's just looking at us. Yeah, it's look. It's looking, it's and the only in the breeze. yeah, little bit of swinging in the breeze. Not particularly amazing rope work there, but I suppose well, it obviously slight, worked. Slight rotation because of the rope. Um, mm-hmm. Probably been dead for hmm, how long? <laughs> roll me Can a I medicine, roll to guess? Yeah, roll, roll me a medicine check. <laughs> I got an 18. 18. <laughs> uh, 
probably dead between a week or two, depending on, like, weather conditions. Oh, I've been dead about a week or two, I'd say, give or take the air temperature here. Hmm. Interesting state of decay. <laughs> Let's get out of here. All right. So we do we do that. No one's. <laughs> it's just Sevia that's like freezing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah unless unless Beatrice yeah, is having some kind of reaction to her own dead corpse. Yeah. Beatrice. How's how you going, Beatrice? Beatrice is screaming internally. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> and what? Yeah, and it's what like Conrad and the others just think like, oh, oh, that's a that's a dead body. Looks like it's been dead for this amount of time. Yeah, about two weeks. And she thinks it's a it's her. It's her. Yeah, true. Yeah. Gee. <laughs> All right. All right. Beatrice might want to investigate a little bit. Okay. Yeah. You go a little bit closer just to yeah. see what. Paul's like, oh, don't touch it. Yeah, the close, the closer you get, like the more certain that you become. This is your body. Oh. Why are the others being so blasé about seeing your dead body? And if Conrad's to be believed, it's been there for a week or two. Uh, what are, what, what is, what is everyone seeing? This is. Is it like a human? Yeah. So it is. It is a Barovian. Well, this looking at someone who, you know, met their end. <laughs> so it's the first I time guess. he's seen a dead body. But it, uh, the, the, the body itself fits. It's, uh, it's different. Can I investigate the body? Is there anything different about the body? Uh, roll me an investigation check. Different to other dead bodies that I've seen? Yeah, roll roll me me an investigation check. Uh, 11. It's it's a regular dead human corpse. How's this do? Can I roll an investigation check then as well? Yeah. I'm going to say with your medicine check, like, you know... like from before, Conrad. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a true. Yeah, you get get the same. Like, it's a regular dead human body. Yeah. What do you mean this body's different? The body, it, it, it's it's me. Uh. Do not see me. I. Uh. I mean, it's got less feathers. <laughs> Sorry, is that a rude that's... thing to say? Sylvia <laughs> just lets out a high-pitched like whine, like that, like <laughs> noise. That's that's what Sylvia is doing, <laughs> but quietly, very quietly. Beatrice is going to sort of investigate the area. Very. Okay. Uh, yeah. Roll me an investigation check. Um. So. Eighteen. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of there's nothing in particular special about the area except for the fact that there's a there's an old mouldy gallows here. Beatrice then uh, turns to everyone else and says, "I get the bad feeling here. We we should leave. Do you- we need to go." 
does anyone touch the body at all or you're oh. just you're just observing it I'm observing Beatrice at this point because yeah. Beatrice is all kinds of messed up Conrad freaked out. raises his eyebrow and then, like, uh, while he's looking, and then just like, bop, like, just casually bops the corpse with um, the tip of his rapier. Okay, uh, just like on a leg or something. Yeah, if when you do so, it rapidly oh, melts gosh. away into nothing. Oh, 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 Yes, we should go to the yep. uh, the camp. Yes, yes, let's go. Right now. And yes. You, yes. And yeah, you hastily make your way to the fast walk to the camp. Oh, there's so much to unpack. <laughs> yeah. Poor, oh my poor God. Arena and Ismark just watching oh, us true. poke a dead body. <laughs> so, Stevie has body. a panic attack. Eventually, traveling along the road. The road gradually disappears and is replaced by a twisted, muddy path through the trees. Deep ruts in the earth are evidence of the comings and goings of wagons. The canopy of mist and branches suddenly gives way to black clouds boiling far above. There is a clearing here, next to a river that widens to form a small lake several hundred feet across. Five round tents, each ten feet in diameter, are pitched outside a ring of four uh, for wooden carts. Uh, a much larger tent stands near the shore of the lake, uh, its sagging form lit from within. Uh, near this tent, eight unbridled horses drink from the river. Uh, the mournful strains of a uh, bagpipe clash with the singing of several brightly... Uh, of, yeah, of several figures uh, around singing around a bonfire path continues beyond this encampment, meandering north between the river and the forest's edge. You gather, and Ismark tells you, um, these are the Muantir. Oh. So, uh, so, do we just go up and say hi, or? Is there etiquette we need to follow? I, um... Darby, what are the names of the ladies we met at the pub? I know you said them 8,000 times, but I never wrote them down because I thought I could remember. Aoife, Maeve, and... uh, Session. Session. Yeah. Perfect. Beatrice Goddess. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, Well, um, maybe we just go up and tell them that we were technically sent here by three of their own. All right. Before we go up, are you guys all right? Looking at Xavier and Beatrice. I don't like dead bodies. With you on that one. Beatrice is just in, in stunned silence. Inwardly, all right, then I'm right. sure we can have a lovely conversation about it later. Um, let's go. All right, so, um, 
as you approach, the music stops as as attention is uh, put upon your group. And one of them stands up and uh, says, What brings you here? Um, we were told that, um, well, actually, a multitude of reasons. Uh, primarily, one, we wanted to ask if we could borrow a horse for a very important mission. And um, two, we were told that to come here if we wanted to know the future. Who sent you? Uh, Aoife, Maeve, and uh, Saoirse. I said those very wrong. That's, but you're, that's fine. You're the lot who came through the mist, then. Yes! Yes, that's us. We're the mist people. She pulls a face like she is aware that sounded very stupid. Um, you see you see one of them darts off to the, the largest of the tents. Mother, he's been expecting you. She sent them off to uh, to keep an eye out for you. Wonderful. Um, but we were just wondering, we are, we, the future is incredibly important, but um, we are on a bit of a time-sensitive mission, so we were wondering if we could get any kind of update on the, on the horse? Uh, or do we have to talk to Mother Eve about that too? Um, she's well, kind of looking around desperately waiting for someone else to take charge. Kazir is standing there with his arms crossed <laughs> like he's not getting involved. <laughs> It'll all depend on what uh, Mother Eve uh, divines. Because if, if there is benefit in uh, sending you with horses, uh, then we will do it. If not, we will let the fates decide. Logically, of course. How d- silly of me. Okay, then we shall eagerly await Mother Eve. Shan't we, everyone? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, oh, absolutely. Um, and at that point, you see this uh, this woman uh, emerge from the large tent. Kind of, you're unsure of her age, but it's it's bordering between middle age and old age. Um, but something gives you the hint that that even that's not the full story um she has these uh markings on her face that you're not sure whether they're tattooed or simply painted on um but they're they're very akin to like old uh celtic tribal tattoos in our reality um and she has this kind of mat of uh of dirty dark red hair um and carries a staff um and wears wears these uh very very natural looking robes so you are the latest travelers to venture through the mists uh the latest this happens often? It happens at times. Um. Hello. 
uh Sevia kind of does an awkward little like half bow and then like looks at everyone else. <laughs> like, go on. Greetings, Sevia. Greetings. You I'm sorry, I'm uh, I'm not used to the future thing. I'm s- I was almost surprised you knew my name. <laughs> there is a certain kinship between us that I see in approach. Oh? We both uh, have vast knowledge. Or maybe I'm mixing up times and you are simply destined for vast knowledge. Oh. (laughs) Thank you. Either way. Um, we, we were sent here, um, to ask about the future, I know why you were sent here. Of course. For the deceiver. Excuse me? Kazir, child of the Rose Mother, Conrad. He would be God. And Beatrice. The Echo Child. I have seen all your paths. And... As far as I can tell, they do not end in Barovia. This is not set in stone, of course, but... It gives me hope. That's encouraging, to say the least. Wasn't sure if I wanted my fortune told, but that is... wonderful news. (laughs) Do you know how we can go onto this path? Well, you must, uh, we must look to the land for answers. Paul looks down at the ground. <laughs> and you see, and uh, you see the ground. Uh, I, I, and that is not what I mean, child. Oh, silly me. The land is not just the ground you walk on. The land is the sky. It is the winds. It is the birds. It is the beasts. If we listen to them, we listen carefully, then we can know what is to pass. Is there anything that you can tell us about our current quest? You see her raise a hand and the clouds uh, above start to uh, converge in this uh, these dense dark patterns and Mother Eve's eyes glaze over this 
blue-white color. Um, the clouds guide our vision of the past and future. Knowledge of the ancient will help you better understand your enemy. A wounded elf has what you seek. He will part with the treasure to see his dark dreams fulfilled. The winds pick up further. The warding winds tell of a powerful force for good and protection. A holy symbol of great hope. The symbol you seek is hidden behind the sun in the house of a saint. And <laughs> bolt of lightning is followed by thunder in the sky. The lightning points to a source of power and strength. It tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of sunlight. The treasure is hidden in a small castle beneath a mountain guarded by amber giants. And (laughs) swarm of ravens flies overhead, letting out a great call. The ravens speak of one who will help you greatly in the battle against the darkness. A mointer wanders this land alone, searching for her mentor. She does not stay in one place for long. Seek her out at St. Markovia's Abbey, near the mists. And Eve's eyes return to normal. You can have the horses you seek. I will send... I will send two of these... uh, I will send two volunteers with you. And... You can go upon a cart. It's my candy. Thank you. He is most charitable. Fulfilling these tasks part of the payment? Is this required? It is not required of you to use the horses. But with the way the mists work. It is uh, required if you are going to leave. Wonderful. <laughs> Sounds like fun. So, with the horses, may I purchase one for myself? <laughs> I have things I could trade for it. <laughs> Worth quite a bit of money. We're not interested in selling the horses, Conrad. It would be for rent of them, of course. If we are, we are already leaving in, at some point. We are allowing the uh, the use of what we can spare. Surely you value something, and we could uh, come to an arrangement to uh, just spare one more horse. You don't even know how many horses we are offering. That is a fair point. I will rest. I will pause my plea until we see, assess the situation further. Yes. And my position will be unchanged then as it is now. You forget that I already know 
what your attempted deal will be. Ah. Well. That's fine, then. He kind of pulls his little hood up um, uh, again, uh, closer to himself. It's a travelling cloak. All right. And Mother Eve turns around with a flip of her cloak uh, and returns to the tent. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Oh, boy. Ah, interesting. <laughs> Feels bad for Beatrice. Oh, I feel bad for Beatrice. Yeah, that was, that was okay. rough. Hey, who I don't feel bad for? The would-be god. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, very What does that cool. mean? That's weird. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> just like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cool All right, so we survived another week, y'all. Another week. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. See you next time. See ya. Bye.